This is the Alarm Entourage. You've probably heard me say this before, but Charlie Watts from the Rolling Stones famously, a while back, said, I've been in rock and roll 25 years. That's five years playing rock and roll and 20 years waiting around. I think that's more or less how he said it. And there's an awful lot of hanging around in rock and roll. So what do you do with your time? Well, the answer is you go into the property room, as it's called here, backstage at the Microsoft Theatre. And we've got a lot of time to kill because the Alarm are playing a festival sort of event. So we sound check early and we're playing late, a short set. And let's see if you can guess what Smiley is doing right now. Listen to this. Smiley's playing golf, indoor golf, with Dylan as well. Who's the better player then? Me. You said with that, with genuine confidence. How's, how's Smiley swing? Yeah, sm- Smiley's good as well. What is this game called, do you know? Golf. Yeah, yeah, I know the oh. sport. What's the game <laughs> called? Is it... who, who can hit it the furthest? I see, you're just doing a driving thing. You're not playing yeah. uh, putting holes in holes. Thing. Right, OK. And is it, is it like real golf? Yeah, a bit, yeah. It's just like it, man, yeah. Yeah? Are you a king golfer, Smiles? I do play when I'm at home, which is about twice a year, you know. Um, I play with my dad a lot. when I get, That's my, this is my dad and I hanging out, actually. Like, if we've got a bit of time, we'll go and run a, on a golf course. But it's uh, brilliant. I love it. It's a good walk, isn't it? It's a nice day out. Nice excuse for a walk, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're doing a nice bit of walking. Very healthy. A bit of a bonding <laughs> session with your dad. And in about in nine holes, That's you can good. kind of basically cover every sub- subject yeah. you need to cover. You know, Would he play this indoor virtual golf oh, at your place? over this, my dad. Yeah? Him. Yeah, he'd love it. He'd Where's love Andy Barrage? Because he was killing time here in this... Uh, it's a sort of an arcade, really. They've built a temporary arcade for people to play. Andy Badge, we call him, is the uh, lighting designer for the Sigma Tour. And uh, I was in here a minute ago, and he was playing a really nice 1980s Star Wars pinball table. Very cool. And I have to say, the guy painting of the guy who looks like the Emperor on it does rather look like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, really cool pinball table. Evan, am I heavy? Evan, Betty, Chora? Um, Gallagher. Gallagher Galaxia, do you know? Galaxia 3, yeah. There's a classic Galaxia table here that Evan is playing. Like, you know, lovely stuff. Kind of slightly retro in an 80s way. Just only enough retro that that's, that makes it cool. So there you go. Now you know the answer to what do you do when you're waiting around in rock and roll or what the alarm lot do. Some of them play games, some of them play golf, and uh, the rest of them are having a production meeting in the office at the moment, so I'm going to walk in, and I'm going to try not to interrupt you. Tell us a set, Mike, because I know it's changed again. Tell me. Yeah, well, it's always changing in our world because um, the venue is uh, not really allowing us to do the playing cards and poppy cannons, which is uh, fair enough. It happens in America, but it's a very unionised venue building. Uh, you can't move the equipment without the union crew, so it's it's a par for the course over here, uh, and, and we're not allowed to uh, make any ejections from the stage. Well, it's <laughs> probably just as well. <laughs> it probably is, but uh, who knows? I'm sure the fans will bring some with them. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're just going to um, 
our 25 minute set is is just going to be uh, 68 guns that's the song that's on the poster uh, that a lot of people uh, want to hear and then it'll be strength because we've got love help strength here tonight saving lives then we'll do psalm from the new album and uh, and then rain in the summertime and we'll close with two rivers to bring the past together to the future and uh, it's going to be a great night I'm sure it's going to be like live aid up there <laughs> tonight you're going to definitely wear a white vest then. I will <laughs> be off white it'll be silver yeah, yeah. silver vest even cooler right that's it we're all set for the gig tonight wish us luck we're doing some filming which you'll probably see by at some point I don't know if this is going to work because I haven't got my headphones, but I thought I'd give you a sense of the atmosphere. I just bumped into Mr. William Idle of Bromley in Kent. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah was not, did he, he say a few words for the podcast? He didn't say anything. Oh, didn't he? he wouldn't, no, I was told to stop recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not by him, but by the people around fair him. Enough. Which is fair enough. I'm happy to do that. He's but, not as cool as us anyway. No. <laughs> right, I'm going to see if I can set the tone. Um, you're backstage at the Microsoft Theatre where this extraordinary event is happening and uh, I'm going to give you an idea of the scale of this I'm walking up uh, the stairwell towards the stage and it's absolutely nuts out there seven and a half thousand screaming fans I've lost the stage where's the stage this way there it is I've gone past the stage now here we go just listen to this That's the voice of Richard Blade on stage. Richard Blade is a well-known DJ of it, a huge star, a Brit, who's supported lots of alternative music, including The Alarm, for over 35 years. And Richard Blade seems to know everybody in the audience. Seven and a half thousand people, I'd say there's a thousand people standing up at the front on stage at the moment. Is a woman called Deborah Lyle. Now, you might not know Deborah Lyle, but she crossed paths with the Alarm a long time ago. The very first gig the Alarm ever played in America was in 1983 on the War Tour at, I think, called the Civic Hall, I think, in San Francisco. And Romeo Void with the opening act, then the Alarm. Uh, well, it was supposed to be the Alarm, then Romeo Void, the band that Deborah sings in. And then you too. But because we arrived late, me and Red drove all the way from Los Angeles and didn't really understand just what a distance it was. We arrived late. Bono and Larry and Edge helped us load the equipment onto the stage whilst Romeo Void were playing. Now, I'm watching at the moment as the stage revolves in that classic Hollywood way. Every time the stage turns round, they strip the equipment off and put on the equipment for the next band. And unless I'm very much mistaken, that is the beat on stage right now. They're called the English beat over here for legal reasons. Yeah, there's Dave Wakeling playing guitar left-handed in that weird way that he does with an open tuning. So he doesn't even have to hold chords. He just puts his finger across the fretboard. This very moment, the alarm, oh, the, uh, the the stage crew from the venue, the Microsoft Theatre, are removing all the equipment of the band who were playing previously, called Reflex. 
they'll strip it in about 10 minutes then the alarm or is it modern English let me look at the list I've got a set list here not a set list a running order of all the bands who are playing it's now uh, 2048 10 minutes to 9 in the evening so if I look at the schedule the opening uh, was by Richard Blade the motels played for 10 minutes then Naked Eyes played at 823 very precise Reflex were on at 8.36, they've just come off, and sorry, it's General Public who've gone on, not the beat. General Public, followed by Modern English, who've only got 15 minutes. So they've got something like 12 minutes to do the uh, changeover. It's pretty intense. The, the busyness in front of me, there are probably 10 guys wearing head torches working in almost complete black swapping equipment whilst uh, the road crew for modern English are directing where the stuff goes they've written everything down they've separated everything they're very organized here so as soon as modern English go on they play for 15 minutes there's a video pre presentation for five minutes uh, which means we have 20 minutes to set up the alarms equipment on the back side of the revolving stage, the bit that's facing the backstage area. And then, turn round, the alarm will start playing as the uh, turntable turns, and will be presented to a screaming audience of 7,500 people. It's like the Beatles at Shea Stadium, this. Now, tonight, I'm not doing any MCing. Deborah! Hello there. You don't know me. My name's Gareth Jones. Hi, Gareth. I gotta follow him. Can I walk and talk yeah. with you? We, uh, I'm traveling with the alarm. Oh, good. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, I love the alarm. I remember our very first gig in the United States. With you too. Yeah, in San Francisco. That's right. And you got bumped up the bill because we yes. were late, if I remember. You enjoyed it, Deborah? Yeah, I loved it. Lovely, lovely to see you again. Okay, I'll see you back soon. Okay, I look forward to a chat. Deborah's uh, driving around backstage on a, uh, a mobility scooter. She's an older lady now, and it's lovely to see her performing still. Okay, so where were we? Uh, the alarm play for 25 minutes at 9.25. Then there's a surprise guest at 9.51, don't know who that is, possibly Tone Loke, the rap act, then Andy Bell from Erasure, then the headline act is Vanilla Ice, which Smiley is very, very excited about. This is nuts.
like media future envisions, envisaged in the past. Uh, vanilla ice, resplendent in gold chain, black satin jacket, combat, what they call tactical pants over here, and a kind of a neon American hat looking unbelievably cool and kitsch at the same time. And it's such a long way from the alarm. And that's what I'm interested in talking to you guys about right now. The sort of uh, way that Mike has to deal with being popped into a really insane environment. I do have this theory that Mike is actually clinically insane. <laughs> I genuinely mean this. He must be nuts the way he goes on. And uh, how do you make the alarm? turn up at a slightly bizarre off-topic event like this and deliver in a titanic way. I'm walking down the corridor from the stage back to the dressing room, a huge distance. Followed it like no editing. And into the alarm dressing room where Mike is chatting with the drummer from Modern English. Uh, Jeff and Adam are here, the uh, crew guys. Uh, we've got members of Modern English, Robert's here, da Delan's here, and Emir, who is the Welsh TV director who's over shooting some of the stuff today. They're all glued to the television, watching what's going on on stage. They are as agog as I am, I think. Everybody's here. James is here as well. Let's talk to Mike. Mike. This is nuts, isn't it? I'm just uh, looking at Smiley, who's up there on the stage somewhere with Vanilla You're ice. joking! He's gone yeah, up there! He is, yeah. There's about 100 people on stage. I was just at the side of the stage. Brilliant. What a night. They're on the door. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't know what they're doing on the stage. Look, when we used to do Top of the Pops in the 80s, the audience were on stage with us. Yeah, and right, that's what yeah. it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, I remember when, when we did... 68 guns the first time on top of the pops Ian Wilson said don't stand so far apart because you can see all the dancers behind you so we stood really tight and our hair filled the screen <laughs> so you couldn't see all the dancers going off but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an, quite a, an incredible night giving you yeah, yes. Forgive me. This is Roy. 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 This is Roy from Modern English. Also, Roy was in the Dead Men Walking. For, I didn't know for, that. In the, Sixteen it, years ago, in mind. the no. Pete Wiley era yes. of Dead Men Walking. We, we so we talked together. I might. And I have to admit that we used to play football after all our gigs in the 80s and, and then we, we took on modern English and they thrashed us 5-0. And, and, and the alarm had kits and everything. Yeah. And modern English came in the jeans and the trainers <laughs> and we won yeah. don't, don't rub it in, Roy. I almost was embarrassed. <laughs> but we're having a fantastic tour, all, all being yeah, together, because yeah, we're so... Uh, yeah, we played in the Philippines together, 2013, yeah, that's right. and it was an amazing gig in a big arena, wasn't it? A massive arena show. And, and I always thought, wow, we, we've still got such a great connection. Wouldn't it be great for 
that the, the stars aligned Proper and tour. we could talk. And here we are now, 38 dates together. And we're having great right. fun. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Stuff doesn't happen if you don't make it happen. Exactly. No, that's it. And we, you we do a lot of that. Yeah, we Power do. Well, Mike makes things happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but look, you, you know, know to be fair, we, I, you know, when it was mooted, I wrote to Robbie and Mick, and they were, you know, we met. I met Mick outside uh, Westminster in the House of Parliament. I was down in House of Parliament for an event there, and uh, we met Mick afterwards, and we had a cup of tea. I got a photo, and we Mick talked about it. That's right. Mike says hello, Roy. Yeah, that's it. And it was, it was, and it was. We've all just got on great, and you know, I love modern English because they're always they're a contemporary band today. You know, but we we've all got a history. But we're still contemporary. We're, we're all still play. We're all dedicated to music exactly. and our art. There, isn't yeah, absolutely. You know, and when you see the audiences reacting to our songs, it's, it's an amazing. There's a lot of symmetry between our fans. Were you in the band when the Alarm played with the Machine? New yeah, that, that's what, yeah. Oh yeah, Roy was there. Yeah, eighty-six. 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 Yeah, 86 we, we did gigs in uh, New Jersey. We yeah. played a couple of shows. I remember. It, we did quite a lot. Connecticut. There's lots of lots of places. Right. And, and modern English were really happening in America right at that time. It was a lot of college shows. That's right. And it was double bills like today, really. Yeah. And and uh, and we we were always used to stay behind in the venue after yeah. the show and clear out the gymnasiums yeah. set up the goals <laughs> get our kits on oh, yeah. Roy would have his Liverpool Big shirt on yeah. <laughs> but I, you know I know nothing about football really but I do I know we thought we did till we played modern English and then we realised <laughs> we didn't know anything <laughs> they thrashed oh, us Excellent. I, I was going to say either you've got say. it or you haven't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how's the rest of the band enjoying it they're here oh they? everybody's loving it yeah yeah no I think I'm, it looks like I'm the last man walking yeah. here tell me about the response to yeah. Melt With You today on oh, it's amazing isn't it it's, ama- but it's always amazing wherever we play that describe song. what happened because I have, didn't record this tell me what happened How- I don't know it's just everybody always responds with just this spontaneous craziness Every, you look left you look right people have got their phones up everybody's on their feet it's a song that you see on Instagram, people—it's—it's it's written on walls around America. I'll stop the world and melt It's become part of the lexicon yeah, of American amazing. culture. Yeah, yeah. That line that this man wrote. Yeah, he is right Robbie. Now. How you doing, mate? That's oh, the man who wrote the lyrics. Who's just Robert? Be, it's poetry, man. <laughs> it's the podcast. Your songs. This is the podcast. About, I'll You're stop the world and melt with you. They're very fond of your songs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, well, I've seen that way. Yes. But tell me what happened tonight. How did it feel? It felt. It felt great. And you actually mean that, don't you? Yeah, it was fantastic. You know, when you hear it, I mean, there was a moment where I could hear this kind of resonance, which I thought was feedback. It was actually people cheering (laughs) during the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They do that here. It's like the Smash It's Teenage Party or something out there. Yeah, yeah. Which we're not used to back at home, are we? No, no. It's like stop stop talking at the back. We're trying to listen to the group. When you come to California, you get it every time. They throw it at you, don't they? Bless them. Come on, it's the capital of entertainment in so many ways, and. And it's the good life. I mean, who wouldn't want to live in California? They've, Me, you know, yeah. The climate, right? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Merseyside. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say the Cheshire countryside. I was going to say the, the Wirral's very nice at this very time nice, of the year. Yeah, yes. Not too bad in Suffolk either. No, no I've heard this. Can't beat real. <laughs> 
Oh, you can. Come on. I'll support the real vote. I'm sorry, boys. This is a democratic vote here. It's real. Good. Sounds like you've enjoyed it. I have. It's been extraordinary. Good. I'm going to see Jules. Have a quick word with her. There's only five and a half thousand people here tonight. Is that what it was? Oh, there's more than that. Yeah, eight and a half thousand. Yeah. Eight and a half. Sorry, eight, eight and a half thousand people. <laughs> there were two hundred thousand people there. No, there was three hundred thousand. Yeah, it's eight and a half thousand. I'm going to leave them. I'll see you in a bit. Jules, hey. right? I, be, I better explain who these people are. You, you, you've heard of Jules Jones Peters. They, they know who you are. They might not know your name, Emir Avan, that's and that's how I have to say it. Emir Avan, you've got a roll the R. You say it beautifully. Well, these poor people here have got no practice doing that. No. What do they call you here? M. Good enough. It's simpler. <laughs> what have you had? What have they called you? I've had emu, I've had Emma, I've had Emil, I've had email. Was the other email. one? Email. Email. Avan. Emma runs a TV production company called Avanti. Yeah. Owns 49%. By now, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's going up. A production company made, a, as far as I know, two documentaries about uh, Jules and Mike's stories independently. Which have been broadcast not only on BBC on BBC Wales, but on BBC Network. Two as well. Was yeah. it BBC Two? BBC One Network. And, and that's quite an achievement because it doesn't happen very often. The quota of uh, opportunities for network television to carry regional stuff means that they must have regarded your work, and I'm pointing at both of you here, in very high regard. It was the story, the narrative, and yeah. the access that we had, because Mike and Jules had the trust to give us the story. And it's a universal story. It's not all about music. It's about people's personal journeys. And that what I found tonight, in particular in the concert, is those stories coming out in music. Yeah, and yeah, I, you know, in the songs. Every, every song in that album, I recognise. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the journey. Smiley's been with iced tea, and he's embarrassing to be dancing. I'm going to interrupt this conversation to talk to Smiley. This is what it's like on tour with the alarm. Smiley. <laughs> Smiley, tell me the story, what just happened. Oh, man, I just went on stage with Vanilla Ice. Yeah. No, no, no. And seriously, and then Ice Ice Baby came on, and I was about four foot from him. And as I walked off the stage, I thought, this can't get any better. I turned the corner, and Billy Idol was standing in front of me. <laughs> I went, hi, Billy, how are you? And he went, yeah, yeah. hey, man, you're the alarm drum, aren't you? I went, yeah, let's have a picture. And no! Then, and then I died. No! You had a picture taken with Billy Idol. Yippee-yay, mother. That's what he said. How wonderful, how hilarious. Emir, give me the elevator pitch on the two pieces that you've made with Jules. Right, what was the first one? It was Mike's story, wasn't it, Cool. It was going to be the alarm story, but it quickly became Mike and Jules' story while we still have time because the recognition that that Jules had cancer at the time so that just transformed their lives and also the world tour was booked he was all over the world and Jules supported him of course but that story, that dual narrative UK, US but also the sort of human story that everybody could relate to Um, and through that came the music and through that came the song particularly the song Time while we still have time which is on the album of course but um, more than anything was the access to to their personal lives people could say I can't believe you got that close it's because of trust 20 years of working together Mm -hmm. where we understood you know there is a line but they were prepared for us to cross that line to tell a story and the amount of people have said we were so grateful because actually 
we don't want a puff piece. We don't want a story that doesn't touch people's lives. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of trust. Mm -hmm. And that access from the operating theatre to the moment that Jules heard that she had the condition she had, or Mike, for me, in Washington, breaking his heart. There he was in Capitol Building in Washington, saving thousands of lives. And yet at home, you know, Jules was breaking her heart. And he walks down the corridor ahead in his hand. And it was a moment for me to realise that, that sacrifice that they have had to put into this. You know, but the joy also. But no word of complaint, just getting on with it every day. And a phenomenal attitude, yeah. like on anyone I've ever known. And uh, I think, I think you, Jules is here, I think you're an enabler. Yeah, I think you enable each other. Uh, well, I have to say, doing the documentary with Emir Avan, um, he, he is very good at getting access, but I think he gave us confidence to give the access. I would never have ever, ever done that before. In fact, we always kept our house very, very private. Yeah, yeah. We never, ever revealed where we lived. Mm -hmm. And next minute, Emir kind of like piled into the house with cameras, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, we're going to... You know, we're going to interview you in here, and, and I kind of went with it. But... I was upstairs by that point. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> it's not negotiable. It's like we're on stage tonight. Like, I'm going to get the shot. You know, you've got to get the shot. There's something else. I couldn't live with that sort of intrusion because I deliver that. I do yeah. that. Here I am with the microphone yeah, now exactly. doing, doing that. So I can't imagine how you deal with that or why you choose to deal with that level of access what what was the key thing in your heart Jules that made you think this is the right thing to do to give such intimate access you've asked me this before actually in Cardiff a few weeks ago if you remember mm -hmm. why was I so open about it all well I have to say because I've known Emma for so long he gave me the, the confidence um, and I trusted him I, I trusted him to, yeah, he he came in with me on my when I was told that I had cancer. Um, and, and why did I do it? I, I think actually from a very selfish point of view, um, it helped me. It was like having a counsellor with me. Yeah. And that's why we have become so close because um, it helped me get through. It gave me confidence to believe that there was a horizon. And in fact, before I got my full diagnosis, I phoned Emmett and I said, I'm really afraid that they're going to say I'm going to have to have chemotherapy. And Emma was the, probably the only person in my life that spoke to me quite plainly. And he said, you probably don't remember it, but he told me I was going to have to have chemo and it was belt and braces and that I needed to kind of man up, if you like, to, to it. And I, I broke my heart that day. I'm not yeah. surprised. No, because I thought I have to come to terms with the fact that I've got a very long journey ahead. And I think I was probably, when we went to America, I thought that my future would be an easy, an easy navigation of breast cancer. And it turned out to be the complete opposite, a very gruelling journey. Yeah. Oh, I bet it was. But you've come out of it. Um, you popped out the other side, L lovelier than ever. And I've got to share a bit of intimate honesty here now because we're in California. <laughs> intimate honesty. Intimate again. honesty. You're an um, American honest well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what they would do here quite deliberately. I was on stage shooting video primarily of Smiley and you. I was right in between them there, trying to be invisible. James, hang on. I know, I'm trying to wrap this up, trying to get to an end here. But the point was, I said to Jules at the end of it, you know, I've just spent 25 minutes looking at you through a little screen, beautifully lit. You are a beautiful girl. I don't think I've ever told you that. And I gave her a hug. 
Because yeah. she is. Yeah, striking. No wonder Mike writes songs called Beautiful. James, are you leaving? Last word. You got what? ten. You got you got you got twenty-seven minutes for a chat. Who? <laughs> what? How was that today? Tell me. I thought it was good. Yeah, really good. I'm like, just being on that revolving stage. It reminds. Can you believe the insubordination? <laughs> What's happening now? Female it's Peters. A bit more enthusiasm. From the female Peters contingent. <laughs> being on the revolving stage. Yeah, when that I was hilarious. Being on the Hang on a minute. Stage. It's not me. <laughs> Sit back down. When I was a child of about 15, I was going to the Hammersmith Palais. Yeah. And yeah. there used to be live bands. They've knocked it down now, which is yeah, I know the Palais. And they used to have a revolving stage like that. And they just have one band. They used to play this, the same song. And they used to get in sync together, two bands. And then the one would go. Oh, nice. Great. Both playing together. That's lovely. And then one would turn around and you'd be in the other one. And that was it. You stormed it tonight. It reminded me a bit of that. You stormed it tonight. I think you changed the mood in the room. Made it our own. I think we changed the future of rock and roll. Which <laughs> <laughs> is quite a hard thing to do. Well, worth a shot. Someone needs to do it. Bye, James. Good night. Yeah, I think I'll leave it there. I finished the story, Jules. I told Emir that I told you tonight. I thought you were beautiful because I just watched you for 25 minutes, beautifully lit on the camera. I told him. I did. I had the best shot, yeah. Could have been Mike's backside. And we'll leave it there. <laughs> My question to you is, should we do that for the rest of the tour? Oh, I'd be happy to stand there with you. It's lovely to be on stage with you. It's, it's an extraordinary thing to do. There, but not there. Dressed all in black, in between the two. You're trying to get these really close shots. Not even thinking about anything other than I'm, I'm watching what you two are doing together. You know, I was... Absolutely but can I conscious. say, it's a little bit like what I said about um, doing the documentary. It's so lovely having Gareth Jones on, <laughs> on tour with us. It's uh, It's like Gareth Jones on speed, Gareth Jones on tour. <laughs> uh, because he's just fitted in. He's part of the Alarm family. And we all said uh, we're so close-knit that to accept another new member was always going to be difficult, something that we've uh, kind of avoided, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah. But when I sat down, I said, I'd really love it if Gareth could come to America with Thank us. You. Yeah, and everyone was like, yeah, I think that will work. <laughs> We're nearly two weeks in, and you know what? It's working really, We're really getting well. there. Uh, <laughs> it's been a joy. The first two weeks have been amazing. Um, looking forward to the rest of it. We'll leave it there for now, though, because this is going to be a long dun, show. Dun, dun, dun. Say North Star. North Star, pals. Which means good night, everybody, and goodbye. In Welsh. Good night from the entourage in Los Angeles, man. Totally partying. <laughs>